listen to hair on. From hair on, I'm listening to hair on. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the world together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinary, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? Welcome back to the studio for episode 142. Yeah, yeah, welcome back. I want to wish all the ladies out there who have been taking their responsibilities seriously. Happy Mother's Day. Definitely. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to my mom. Love my life, Carolina. My sister, Maris. All y'all. Hope you guys uh, got to enjoy your your, your Sunday uh, day off in a relaxing manner with uh, some pampering, as you all do deserve. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, you been getting anything interesting this weekend? Yeah, I caught um, I caught some pretty fun shit. I saw um, excuse me, finally got around to seeing Mugen Train. That shit was oh, pretty dope. I gotta watch that. Okay, it was very nice. That was my bad. I totally forgot about that one, but I do want to watch that. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it picks up. Well, one thing that was cool about it is it picks up like right at the end of um the Demon Slayer series. So, oh, it's, so good thing it's you finished like, it, right? It's pretty awesome. I mean, I've been, I've been finished that. Oh, like, okay, okay. It, Demon Slayer was too good to not like. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't. Yeah, Demon Slayer is not a is not an anime that you can be like. Oh no! See, I was watching that one like with this. Jeff for a while, and uh, so then we ended up like shit started happening. We got busy, and we couldn't finish watching it. So I still have to catch up on the end of it. But that shit was fire, bro. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing the animation series. style. Is just so well done. I really do appreciate that. Like, yeah, and they got fucking UFO table to do the movie, so you okay. already know they did. Um. Fate budget. State Night. They're, yeah, exactly. The budget. <laughs> the budget, son. But yeah, that was pretty good. I saw, um, what else did I see? I didn't, I didn't see anything. Uh, other than that, yeah, other than, um, other than that, I, was just, I was just watching Gordon Ramsay yell at people all weekend. I accidentally fell down that rabbit hole. But that was pretty fun. <laughs> I got a lot Feel of me? shows. That was well, pretty fun. You, what, one thing I, I appreciate, because I've, I've, I've gone down the Gordon Ramsay K-hole before, and um, one thing I appreciated is that once I got past, like, once I got tired of all of the, like him yelling at people he has a uk series that he does it's actually like a really good cooking show and i learned so much about cooking from it like it actually went from just like pure entertainment to like oh this is actually hella fucking yeah that's one thing i noticed about it that surprised me and it's just like man i don't know how much of it is the production and how much is actually him but that dude is surprisingly well balanced like i want to say it's him because if you watch other shows he does for other like countries like for like he does like strictly uk productions yeah and it's him like he carries that with him there so, and those are different people altogether so right right i can imagine a significant portion of it is him yeah he seems like that dude is like his his emotional iq is exceptionally high for someone who's one of his most famous quotes is like what am i a shit sandwich you know what i mean like which like makes me okay. Like I, I don't mind. Oh like, yeah, balance. If, balance if you're yelling things, at someone man. who you know can take it, absolutely. And if you purposely don't yell at people, like the people who who like break down are probably just productions <laughs> for the show because nobody would like, you know what I mean. Nobody would post their. Nah, some people just that. can't take people yelling in their face. That's a fact. Oh no, I, I, I believe <laughs> that. I'm just saying that I don't think that they would they would actually put someone through that to air it for a show. Like, it's not what? love and hip-hop. You know what I mean? And, and somebody with an emotional IQ probably wouldn't do that. They're like, okay, no, we're going to... We're probably just going to perform this. You know what I mean? I'm not going to actually berate you to the, the point where you're The reason why I disagree with that is because, like, real-life people can't cry believably on cue these like these aren't that. real-life people. These are actors. <laughs> these are people on camera, so they're all acting. Oh, man, I, I don't believe that. Every, every, <laughs> I don't believe if you, that. If everyone who's put on camera is, is a performer. I that mean, is a thing. I agree like with people, that. You're performing for the camera. Even if they're performing and they're part of their performance to look candid or to perform badly, it's still a performance. It's, a, mean, it's coming I, out of a, of a screen. I, I feel <laughs> Someone you. paid for it. So I, I understand gonna, what you're saying. Go. I understand what you're saying. Reality TV show is produced highly mm-hmm. and heavily, but I don't believe that they're... They, I, I don't believe that the cooks that go on there are mm-hmm. cooks, are actors pretending to be cooks or even actors and cooks. You feel me? I don't, I don't believe that. I believe that they're just cooks that are in... Trying to trying to make some shit happen. Depending sure, on the no, show, and anyway. I don't doubt that. I'm just I'm saying that if somebody was really having a mental breakdown, they probably wouldn't air it on the out of respect for their mental health. If not, the, if you sign that release form, I'm sure. I, I'm I, and I'm sure that that's that's completely within their legal right. I'm saying that 
they probably wouldn't do that because people would probably stop doing it because it's not it's not healthy. But anyway, it's irrelevant. They go on there and and my assumption is that if Gordon Ramsay does have a high emotional IQ, he probably wouldn't want to make his brand off of actually brutalizing people. He probably does it performatively. And uh, that's just my opinion. But anyway, the, uh, the show is is really entertaining. Like the informant the information you get from like uh, the UK show that he does is crazy because like he'll take an animal and he'll raise it with his family throughout the course of the show that's and slaughter dope. it at the slaughter it at the end and make it into a dish and they'll eat like it's actually like really really quality shit i really enjoy that show yeah he's pretty good man he, he's pretty dope he makes some gangster shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so yeah uh that's really cool but uh, i finally caught yasuke nice which nice. i enjoyed i'm gonna say i'm gonna start out with my rating i give it a solid seven yeah, that's pretty much what a I would Very solid. Give, seven. Yeah, seven and a half, eight is pretty much. Yes, where I, I, I would. It to. Yeah, uh, I, I thought that the production quality amazing, soundtrack amazing, voice acting for the dub and well, I'm gonna take your 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 uh, your advice on the the dub because I didn't listen to the dub, but the subs like the the voices from the subs were actually really good. The Japanese spoken from a lot of different types of people. Like it, I don't think it really was all Japanese voice actors on the uh, on the sub either. Because I mean, it probably was. It's usually the standard group that they have, man. Really? Because like it's, the it's, dude is so deep throated, like pause. Like his <laughs> his he speaks in such a baritone, like uh Yasuke is Japanese voice. Yeah. It's so deep, it just sounds weird, like it, if it was coming from a Japanese person, I think. But that's because you me. just haven't watched enough anyway, because there are tons of really, really awesome and very common deep voiced um uh, uh, Japanese anime voice yeah, actors. Yeah, like, cause, cause usually like heavy set characters will have deep voice, rumbling voices. But his like actually, like, I almost mistook it for Lakeith Stanfield for a second. But um, yeah, you definitely, you're like, uh, I don't know if that's uh, if that's it. Which uh, yeah, cause he speaks a few Japanese lines in in this one, and it's yeah, yeah. I didn't look actually look up the voice actor. <laughs> it probably isn't him, but yeah, I'd be I'd be interested to 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 see uh the the voice actors because. They all had such great like vocal performances, very diverse. Because in and and this is probably is because I don't watch enough anime, but a lot of anime voices come off similar to me. They they sound similar, and only when they do have like very drastic differentiations, like you know the big husky character, and he's very you know he speaks in that low rumbling sound. If it's not that, they they sound very similar to me. But everyone in the in the Yasuke anime to me had very distinct voices, even between the the women, because yeah. it wasn't all just yeah, that it's, nasally. It's probably just because you haven't seen enough, or you're just not used to it. Because like that sort of it's um in in voice acting doesn't dip below a certain standard in Japan in Japan. You know what I mean? There's like the competition is way too stiff in order for you to for anyone to really deliver a poor vocal performance like you'll you'll get bad animation you'll get bad pacing you'll get bad like mm-hmm. writing but you won't get bad performances for as far as voice acting if it's a bad performance well, no, it's and, because the shit was and crap. i don't think it's it's particular i think it's my personal uh taste when it comes to the standard of japanese voice acting because because of the pace of the language and how it's a very methodically spoken very most of the time very rarely do you get like the the erratic pacing that you do in like english language and that's what i'm used to so it, it comes off. It, it's difficult for me to differentiate. That's a, right, that's right. A, that's a, that was my whole point with that. Not that it's bad voice acting. I apologize if that was the no, um, no. I, I understand game. what you're saying, but it's really just a matter. Of, you just haven't exposed yourself to a yeah. lot. A really my good example is, is um. To it. A really good example is um uh this uh, one isekai that's coming out. There's a there's a character there that's um I guess he's kind of like a eunuch and mm-hmm. also the villain from um Demon Slayer too. Mm. The villain from Demon Slayer. His vocal like he has a really odd way of speaking like it's just a matter of just watching different types of anime you can you'll get to see like very very expressive ways of speaking from different types of characters depending on the character themselves yeah yeah so even to my untrained ear the yasuke vocal vocal performance i think like it had it was it was very appealing and i think it's probably because a lot of the audio quality was done by yeah, uh, people who are from the music industry, so they 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 probably brought a little bit of soundtrack that. Soundtrack was dope. Yeah, the soundtrack was really, was like really good. Like that oh, man, that intro song. Like the first time you hear it, it's almost kind of abrasive. But then on the second episode, you're like, damn, this shit is a bop hard, yo. Like I really did enjoy that a lot. The um the outro music. Um, I will say, and this is once again just my preference. I felt like this could have been a good movie. 
I felt like they didn't have to break it up into six episodes. And 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 this is just a, a, a critique of this general format, is that if you have less than 10 episodes and they're 30-minute episodes, you're probably better off doing movies than series. But if you have like 13 episodes and they're 30-minute episodes, I'm kind of already trained into that structure. I, I feel like that works a lot better. Um, but when you have uh, 30 minute episodes and because I'm they're binging, I'm binge watching it, the the uh, by the fourth episode, the the intro and outro was just kind of like, I just want to keep it going, man. Like, it's not that much time left. It's only an hour left. I don't need to, to, to break it up with intermissions, but that's just a preference. The actual quality of the show was amazing. I really did enjoy it a lot. Um, I really like the um one of my favorite things about their art direction was the uh was their transitions. They would do it like it would go black and white and then it would they would have like a like an ink drop of color like when you drop mm. um paint into watercolor and it spreads out and they would like white I, I love that transition. I thought that was so dope. Yes, between the uh when it was uh doing the intro to the to words and stuff. Um not just there. Stuff. They they used it a couple mm. times in the actual series itself. I don't watch yeah. intros, so I usually just skip right through the intro. So I'm not really sure what it looks like, but there are a few times in the actual uh, episodes itself when they were doing transitions between scenes where they would use that, and I re- especially when they were um flashing back a lot. And well, it may have been that's the kind of what I meant indicator. too. I, I didn't mean the intro of the show, but yeah, in the beginning of a lot of episodes, they would start with Yasuke flashing back, and then when he would come back to the thing, the transition would yeah, be what that, you're talking that about. Ink, yeah, yeah, that show was I really like that. Or actually, when they went to the flashback, they would do that and it would display what the flashback was to. Um. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Those, those. All of the art direction was. Yeah. Was, was stupid. Absolutely. It was, it was stunning. It was very Loved well done. It. it was just. And even their use of CG, like it was, it was blended nicely with the rest of the animation, and they only used it for the. It was the, seamless. The, for the it was yeah. very seamless. So it was like you know, I mean, I really yeah. The art direction was fucking fire. The man. characters absolutely. were really cool. I didn't care too much that that it was uh only very loosely based on historical events. I mean, was that's the not point. Real big. That wasn't it. Like that's the point. It, I wasn't sold on it because it was historical fiction. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, was, I was sold on it for all the other stuff. No so. one came here for historical accuracy. Nah, not in the least. Oh, <clears throat> uh, I thought it was interesting the way that they the way that they did choose to to intertwine the historical characters. They had Nobunaga was in a was in a relationship with Ranmaru Mori, which yeah, that was weird. I mean, I I, I don't. Just because I know that that social justice really isn't that big in Japanese culture to where they would shoehorn that kind of plot into an anime, it felt a little bit weird, but it wasn't bad and it wasn't yeah. overly done. Yeah, that's it just, pretty much I just what I noticed. Mean weird. It. it was like, I yeah, it, was, it, it felt unexpected, I guess would be a better word than Because weird. they definitely made it a point, and this wasn't, as I said, it was like one point in, in a scene where... Nobunaga was really kind of like, I'm fighting for a new way of Japan to get rid of the old traditions so people can be with who they want to be with. And he takes Ranmaru Mari in the back. I'm like, okay, dude. <laughs> All right, bro. You didn't have to punctuate this your is point. what I'm fighting for. You didn't have to punctuate that point. <laughs> but um, That's hilarious. Yeah. Outside of that, it wasn't very heavy handed. It really was focused on Sasuke. I thought that the story, I loved how his past how they uh they reworked the uh the figures in his past into his present yeah, as the uh, I do like that as the uh, uh General, minions of the of the yeah. uh Daimo spoiler alert. I hope you everyone should know at this point this is going to be the spoilery uh, review so the bad guys were 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 mostly good robot was goofy that dude I don't know what was up with the that, personality of that I robot I didn't understand man. I didn't understand it at all <sighs> I don't I it's it's kind of weird because on the one hand I'm like okay eventually after like I guess like three episodes I'm and I'm like all right they're they're mechs here it's not that weird it's not that weird okay I can wrap my head around it but it's just like but those other mechs aren't AI they're like people in, in suits mechs, yeah. so it's like how the fuck are you so advanced and few to nigga they're rowing boats out here and you fucking flying with AI and shit and, this was, nigga, and like okay so so. So the one African buddy that was oh, he that was, was a mercenary, he was dope as fuck. Dude. He was, and I, I love how dope. he combined his powers in the end. Yeah, with the other that, was that was stupid. But uh, okay, so he's mad way. at Yasuke. He comes at him with a little knife, and buddy stops him. No, we need him alive. And then he takes out a blaster and blasts him. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a second. 
I'm pretty sure Yasuke is a lot more capable of dealing with the knife than he is with your blaster, bro. Like, what? What just happened here? Everybody Unless Yasuke is that. secretly Bishop and he can absorb the blaster shot. And Everybody that, that knows was less that lethal. bullets don't do shit in anime. Because you know Bishop is the only person I know or the only character I know that's like, no, energy shots are way less lethal than a knife to him. He is far more susceptible to knives. Nah, than that's anything standard else. anime logic, bro. Like, when was the last? Don't you remember them shooting Great Saiyan Man, bro? Yeah. Don't you remember the time they shot Great Saiyan Man at Goku? If you don't punch somebody in comics, it doesn't do nothing. Like, how many times have they shot Superman? Feel me? How many times they shoot at Batman? Like, if you know, but this only shoot that with plasma cannons. But that's, here's another thing that um actually marginally a little bit bothered me about the show is like. Y'all never really explained where this nigga's superhuman endurance came from, right? Because he's just a regular dude that I did think training. One punch man, him. Pretty much. Just hard, hard like, work. He just did hard a bunch of training, and then like this dude took beyond like death worth of punishment from from the torture session. Massive, massive, and broke out of metal chains. I'm like, all right, bro. Guys, when he broke the chains, I was like, okay, clearly, but clearly he clearly being black is a superpower in this world. Apparently, a fucking being black, just having a well. And and you know what's funny, honestly, when I think about it, they did treat like if you broke tradition or you were from a different culture, somehow you had a superpower. Like that right there, like breaking tradition is a superpower. Like, In old school Japan, it absolutely was. Yeah. Absolutely. Being a sheeple was a thing. <laughs> Feel me? But uh yeah, that and speaking wasn't of, a huge, um mm-hmm. speaking of the uh the African dude, the rest of the mercenaries were I was so mad when um Nikita died, bro. Yeah, I was like, yo, that I was so mad, bullshit. bro. They got her with a bullshit arrow. You feel me? Like, come on. And then son. and then the bear chick got, got, That's got, what I'm talking about. That's Nikita. Oh my bad. I thought you were talking about um the, the, oh, chick, the chick with the, with the curve. Scythe? Yeah, ah. with the curved blade. I think it's a Kopesh. She had a, it looked like a sword with a crescent blade on the end. They did her so dirty, dirty, bro. bro. They did her so dirty. She, she got may as well have been off screen, man. Yeah, that was sad. She, she was the setup. She was used as a goddamn setup. Yeah. That's how fucked up that was. I know. And then the robot suicided off of that. I was like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> you could have done so much more when you were alive. Bro, clearly, bro. Like, that nigga. But he I did felt say like the that super, the he robot was, was the crazy one, so. Yeah, the, the the robot was was a character like I like the design, not the personality. Yeah, it was, it was it was it stood out to me against the rest of the backdrop. You know what I mean? But and he was always malfunctioning. I was like, I get out of here, guy. <laughs> I don't know malfunctioning, super powerful android near me, bro. <laughs> I like the chick though. Um, I don't even remember her name. What's the, the bear chick? The, nah, no. the um, the little girl that follows around Yasuke. Oh, Saki. Who she? That's right. Saki was cool too. She was yo. She was OP like though, her. dude. She was the MacGuffin box extraordinaire. You gotta be. She gotta fight the Daimyo. Son, they got mechs, bro. Bro, I, I, they got mechs. What we got? True, true. <laughs> but yo, that nigga in the beginning, that nigga took a arrow, took a bunch of arrows off the floor and killed a mech. Like, chick, yo, that take shit that. was fresh. That oh, yeah, shit, shit was. was fresh. I did not expect that at all. I was nah. like. Where'd that come from? Yeah, Do that again. And Mick was like, oh, I'm done, I'm done. Yeah, he was like, nah, 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 <laughs> I'm done, nah, I'm done. I'll see you in four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I I wasn't too hot on the Dymo. Um, yeah. The spider theme, dude, I, I, she was powerful. Yeah. She had tricks. I was hoping that there would have been a cooler demon behind her. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it I is what that. it is. Yeah. Because um, I was... Uh, I was hoping that they would have used uh, Tokugawa Ieyasu. Nice. As, as a... Uh, as a as a the, as a uh, uh, inspiration for the head bad guy, because well, no, actually Nobunaga had already killed Ieyasu. Who was it? Maida? I don't believe so. Who 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 succeeded the uh, the Oda era? Uh, Is that, was it the Psyche era? Well, but anyway, yeah, the um. It would have been nice if they had used that as a trope. That's just my opinion. I don't want to trample on their artistic um, design. And also, um, Flying Lotus has been like intimating that there might be a season two somewhere coming yeah. in the works. And that's the goal. Which you would don't be really cool. stuff like this to just have a one-off. You know what I mean? You want it to keep going. I do remember yeah. they said that if they got a good enough reception that, that they would be, they'd love to make more. Yeah, the only critique that I've actually even seen was people was a bullshit one, and so I wasn't really, I I didn't see a lot of negative reception to it at all, um, and that was just people bitching and whining about the the historical references, and I was like, all right, cool, you can you can make that critique if you want. I really don't mind when people say stupid shit, but yeah. So overall, I enjoyed it very much. I'm looking yeah. forward to uh, 
to, I definitely to watch sing more. something in the future. Yeah. Uh, more banging ass soundtracks. You know what I mean? Flying yeah. Lotus. And 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 you know what? I really so. hope that this does more. I don't know if I mean more so, but as much as I want to see more Yasuke, I'd be more than happy to see the people who made this get put onto other stuff and see them bring those talents to to other productions. Because that would be great um, to see more integration. And this is probably something I want to touch on a little bit later, too, on one of the topics is getting more diverse people integrated, not for identity shit, but because especially when it comes to black people, we swag everything out. We don't it's not I don't think that black people should be involved in the creation of a lot of entertainment because we need representation, but because we are probably going to bring an enhancement to the artistic value of it. And the exclusion of us from all of these things has only been to the detriment of the art. And so, yeah, I really hope that this is something that 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 kind of catches fire, that these studios realize that, you know, yes. And, and I think that probably a, a, one of the big issues is, is that Japanese work ethic doesn't translate well to other cultures. Yeah. I mean, right now, the anime industry, I read a, something the other an article recently that was talking about the anime industry and how the work is going. And they're like, they're saying they're not even sure if that it's sustainable because all the money goes to, not even to the studios. Most, all the money goes to like the investors and shit like that. And then below that, if like, like a lot of the studios, they, 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 they basically the average new animator in Japan makes something like a thousand dollars a month. No way. No way. And that that's is not, not even a, a living good, wage, yep. my G. Facts. That's not even a living wage. Feel and that's me? like so, one of the biggest industries in Japan. Like anime is literally one of their biggest exports of anything. Yeah, like that's, that's what the absurd. article was about. So that's no way. Like, oh my God, that's so bad. Like yeah, economically they're speaking. They're saying that they're killing the art form essentially because oh, like. They're killing their own a lot economy. Of, mm-hmm, wow. A lot of those um, artists, they're, 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 they're basically saying it's not worth it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not worth it. Like. Bro, I'm gonna have to work so hard in order to like they get paid for drawing a lot of times. Well, maybe maybe it's just time. Like maybe if they flee Japan and 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 studios start opening up in other countries, that seems to you be know. I don't know if America really is going to be the place to go because you know we got our own issues here. But like Europe, but that's a thing I would though. Love to see you don't need countries. to come to America because anime is starting to catch on, or at least at least like cartoons for not for children as an art form is starting to catch on in oh, places yeah. outside of Japan for sure 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 so I know it's big in France France is a huge, that I did not huge animation market huge um, and they love Japanese animation and culture so yeah. well I, I shouldn't say that they love it but they it sells well there for whatever that means you know what I mean yeah and so yeah, uh, uh, yeah it's you know I, I wonder if China's gonna hoover up all the talent though that's a good question. I mean, China, they can they and have, will do um, it. They yeah. can and will do it if they're willing to come. They're there dropping. And work. They're also dropping a lot of. Uh, and they have similar work too. ethics. I don't think you'll ever have the cross cultural values. <laughs> work ethic. Yeah, I don't think you'll have the like abuse. Values. That's but, the work wait, ethic. Work that, till you die. If if they flee Japan's work environment because of a hostile work environment, and they go to places like China, well, it's maybe because places like China will pay them. That's yeah. the thing is, I don't understand why true. they just don't pay them. Like, that was that was another thing the art, the article mentioned too was like a lot of them are leaving to go to China because they actually pay them. Pay them like that's what I don't understand. Like how do people? How do how do uh uh, uh I don't know administrators bureaucrats uh. CEOs, shareholders, boards, how do you justify not paying pe- the, the people that do the work? I just don't fucking get it. Greed is irrational, man. It really is, though. It is super irrational because that just doesn't make any sense. Doesn't. Like, I totally get you want to maximize your profit 100%. But if the people who are actually doing the work die because you are not paying them enough or they go into poverty and they have mental health issues... And they literally are dying because of their they're not having enough to pay for uh for for uh, health care or you're not providing them health care. There's no public health care system. You know what I mean? Like, how, what, how do you that expect this to happen? I just when, don't get it. When that happens, they'll just move on to the next exploitation. Jesus Christ, man. That shit is sociopathic, dude. You're uh-huh. right. And I'm not even they'll just, I'm not even they'll just get another corporate job. All I'm saying is that that's purely sociopathic. Like, it really is. But anyway, yeah. Gosh, that's. <sighs> It sucks because these, you know, when you're young, you don't realize like a lot of the ills that happen in the things that you love to consume for entertainment. They are genuinely complex economic issues. Mm-hmm. Like the anime 
like if you have an issue with like the production schedule of an anime you, that sh- that you enjoy, it's probably because of a complex economic issue that's causing the people who make decisions to make decisions that do not coincide with the physical production of what you are consuming. And it's like, fuck, man, how like how did we get here? How did we get here? You know what I mean? Like it's so problematic. Like. I just don't understand how the average person got fooled into this shit because it's like, I don't feel like I had to be highly awakened to get to the point where I realized like, oh, that's just, just not going to work. That's really not going to work because I've actually, I guess it's because I've been in close proximity to a lot of these things. Like when it came to like higher education, I was in close proximity to people who were supposedly successful and saw like the sham of it all <laughs> or, you know, like housing schemes and structures i watched people get scammed and so i was in very close proximity to the danger so i was like oh okay cool i'm gonna learn from that and so i wasn't i wasn't fooled when people were lying to me about it and when i say people i mean like you know mainstream media like in general the public you know like school people don't expect like oh school is providing you propaganda more than it's providing you like objective truth people don't get that shit you know, I mean, there's also you have to understand there's also the convenience of it too, right? And I mean, oh, like, absolutely. When you acknowledge the problem and you're determined to fix it, that requires stuff to do, and you, you lose sleep over it. And the 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 system is designed for you to be so busy, you ain't got time to worry about none of the that. The white noise engine in America is me? amazing, you and they got time to worry about it, none man. of that. Gosh, but anyway, yeah. Moving on from that, uh, so <laughs> okay. Zack Snyder reminds us why we definitely need to to be wary of him. This guy <laughs> has uh has this has gone on record saying that a he wants to reproduce. Are you familiar with Anne Rand? Yes. She he wants to reproduce the Anne Rand uh uh novel Fountainhead. Now, if you're f- familiar with Anne Rand, she is a fascist. Okay, she is an ultra white right wing conservative capitalist. Who believes that and, and and when I say she's a fascist, I'm not like being a dick and just calling her a fascist for fashion. She believes, and she literally wrote Atlas Shrugged about how she believes that the corporate heads of this world should have the uh the right to make policy over the government. That is literally a fascist state. When you have corporate heads writing policy for the government. That is a fascist state. Now, Zack Snyder is out here saying that not only does he want to reproduce one of her quote-unquote seminal works, Fountainhead, but he says that he wants to produce it in a way that woke America would (laughs) die. He said there's no way that he could produce it in the presence of woke America, that America isn't evolved enough uh, socially to accept the uh, the 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 truths that would come through his recreation of the fountainhead and it just reminds me like man what a fucking dick bag man like it's such a shitty thing to 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 stand on like gosh i i don't understand like where people get off purporting those kind of 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 like of desires like i get it i get it you have your own political social ideology that you wish to have that's cool but now you're talking about like, man, I want to make propaganda and pro- propaganda so evocative that the that the mainstream today would would explode. Like, really, dude, get the <laughs> fuck out of here, bro. Like, just shut up, man. Like, why? Why? Why would you come out and say something like that? Like, who are you talking to? Because you're 4chan. obviously not talking to intelligent. He's talking people. to 4chan. Clearly. Boy, would he. Boy. If that man. Is that his base? I have no idea, but that's 4chan logic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get fucking make the liberals' heads explode. That's that's classic 4chan logic and speak. It really I'm is. I'm going though. to do something. <laughs> now, don't forget, this is the guy who said that his vision of Batman included this a prison rape scene. Yes, this is true. Definitely, this is the guy who said let's, that Batman needed to get a prison rape scene. That. Let's not forget. I was quite upset about that. I was I very upset about upset that. Upset and befuddled. And so. You know, it's funny because Vic posted a, a meme of because uh, there's this thing on Twitter where it's like they post for a picture of four things and one of them's got to go. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, four superheroes and, 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 and two of the superheroes were um, Iron Man and, and Batman. And I was like, 
It's got to be one of the billionaires. If, if something's got to go, it's going to be one of the billionaires. And I'm looking at you, Bruce. Feel me, I'm Tony sacrificed you, Bruce. himself for all of us, Tony, man. Yo, Tony is a G, you my man. You killed Superman, my nigga. You lose automatic loss right there. Bruh, bruh. I don't even like Superman like that, but you killed him. Exactly. I don't even like Superman like that, but I'm pretty sure that the thought of removing him from the from, from, from continuity started an alternate dimension where he killed everyone. That was your every bad time, yo, Every time you even think of killing Superman, this yeah. nigga goes on a rampage and takes over the world. So I'm not even going to go there. You, you know what I mean? Bruce, so clearly it's one of the billionaires got to go. And we're not looking at Tony because Tony is a G. So Bruce, you're going to have to skedaddle. But anyway. <laughs> this, this is sad the- because Batman is my favorite out of the two. Absolutely. But Tony earned it by merit. Moreover, I believe that Bruce Wayne is probably uh, uh, capable and responsible for more feats of amazing intelligence than Tony Stark. I'm going to go out <laughs> and say that. Because, yo, Bruce Wayne, like, has the contingency on contingencies. Like, yeah, Tony does. Stark is great at the sponta- spontaneous, like, thinking, but Bruce Wayne can see the future. This nigga has a contingency for everything. So that Batman is, is literally is, is the definition of, I threw that shit before I walked in the room. So. Oh, nigga. That's literally I only that. told you, he's the definition of, I told you my plan because it's already done. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Oh, you trying to stop it? Awkward. Can you go back to yesterday? The best part of Ozymandias, bro. Like, that no, was, I'm only here talking to you because I already finished my plan. I would, I, I wouldn't like be here that. doing this if if it wasn't for that. But. Come on, guys, we've been through this the we've whole been... time. It's me, man. It's, it's me. me, man. It's me. How many times have we done done this? Think I'm gonna give you that shot? But yeah, nah, it's fucking. Zach Think I'm just Snyder. gonna let you hang out through your whole power up animation? No. I mean, you could go ahead, power <laughs> up, nigga. The plan's done. I don't care what you do, actually. <laughs> But yeah, that that is pretty that that is such big dick energy right there. When you're just standing there watching the superheroes try to stop your plan that's already finished. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yo, go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, that was um I thought that, that was that was funny that Zack Snyder decided to jump off of that hill. Oh um, yeah. I think he's gonna end up bloodied at the bottom of it. <laughs> Damn. Right. Um, right when I was back in your quarters. I know, and I was totally on that nigga's side too. And I'm just like, yo, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Then he jumps for this crowd dive and everyone parts. He jumps for the crowd dive He's and like, he hits the floor. He's like, Ugh. I got the goodwill back. It's time to drop the announcement. Yeah, no. Dude, so did you hear that uh this is I don't know how I feel about this, okay? New Marvel fighting game on the horizon. Ooh. To be made. By whom? The Injustice team. What? That is wild surprising. That's what I said because, you know, because everyone heard, I I heard Marvel fighting game and I immediately thought 2D side scrolling Marvel Marvel vs. Capcom goodness. They said Nobby, Nobby, chill. I mean, to be fair though, they've done, it's transitioned away from um, 2D for a while. You know what I mean? It's just flat, but it's been 3Ds for ages. But. I mean, oh yeah, for, from um, MVC three, uh, yeah, MVC three, yeah, yeah. like Street Fighter, everything. The only oh, thing yeah, that's two yeah, yeah. D and animated is um Guilty Gear, and even those are, are like three D mm-hmm. models now, still, but they're absolutely. Cel-shaded. Well, I mean, yeah, just in terms of the fighting was just two D instead of um eight directional like like the three D fighting games. Oh yeah, no, 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 they 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 keep the they keep the standard. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> I, I was expecting more entails with that, but in just this plays more like That's Mortal crazy. Kombat. Yeah, it is it Mortal was, Kombat. <laughs> you yeah. Same studio and everything. So yeah, it's, it, it has a different fighting feel, which is what surprised That's me. That's kind of dope. Why they so, would choose to do that. I guess they're going for a more mature version of it. That That's the absolute only reason I could think of why they're It is they're definitely it. a much grittier, darker color palette. It's not just the color palette, but they actually break bones and shit. Like in the, oh, even yeah, in the yeah, DC yeah. and Injustice one, there's mm-hmm. like violence and fatalities and shit. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And prior to this, all of Marvel's games has been cartoony. So, that's, I mean, I'm with it. That sounds epic as fuck. But I just, I just don't enjoy that fighting system as much as I did in... I actually was kind of hoping for another fast-paced MVC2 type experience. Um, but they have of, that currently, though. In, in MVC3, uh, MVC3 they, three, they do have is, it. is a different feel. It's a lot more complex of a combat system, for sure, sure. Oh, they're not going back to that, though. It's all changed, man. It's all yeah. changed. Because it, because of the nature and of, all, like, um, online streaming from, mm-hmm. like, um, a lot of those fighters, like, it's... It, it's so much more complex that it, I was actually just watching and thinking about that the other day. Like, there's no way I could ever get get into this because you have to know what all your normals do in every uh, situation. I can't. 
I in can't. every situation, you have to much. know what all your. I used to just be like, all right, I'm gonna jump in, heavy punching, and bust a combo, nigga. What you try to you do that I mean? against people, and you get okay, stuck so that, every time. Because okay. that's how I. That's how I used to play fighting games. Is that I take a character, I learn a few effective initiations, learn some light combos, learn at least one to two heavy combos that I could reliably pull off when I when I have them juggled, and then you know your supers. Yeah. Bro, that is way manageable for me because I'm not a very dexterous person. My manual dexterity is trash league. Like, literally, my hands cramp from playing mobile games. Like, it's bad. Like, I can't do too much with my hands like that. So, when it comes to pause, when it comes to, uh, to, to, to fighting games, I need to have regular motions. You know what I mean? I yeah. can't have like a dozen different charge quarter circle backs <laughs> and all of that shit. And all the, and they've made everyone not only have moves like that, but all of them are required for you to effectively approach a character. And I'm like, nah, but that's too much. It's pretty, it's the game is definitely changed, man. It's, it, I mean, it, as long as you're not playing online, you can do that. You feel me? If you're just playing a the computer, then you can play however you like. But if you ever plan to go online, you better you better know everything, buddy. You better know exactly how long each, how far oh. you throw out that hand, oh, yo, how long nigga, it's if, there for. You better know, oh you know my man? goodness, frame rates Hell and pixels yeah, and a, get out of my face. Yeah, I was watching a video and my nigga was like, oh, is that shit negative 30 on block? I'm like, what the fuck yeah, does that mean? Yeah, I be, I be watching, what does um, that mean? I be watching Lil Majin and he be talking about that shit so casually. Yeah. I be like, yo, my G. Oh, oh that shit's invincible on frame junk, on, 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 on invincible on wake up. And I'm oh, like, uh, invisible or, or uh, uh, auto tracking moves. And I'm like, yo, my nigga, you know what move will automatically turn to hit your yeah, enemy? Yeah, I'm bro. like, they but yeah. know. Anyway, the woes of being a, a casual fighting game in Right, you feel me? <laughs> Filthy casual. Jesus. But yeah, so I thought that this was real funny. Uh, moving into some more of the social political topics. Uh, w. Kamal Bell, who I really enjoy his his show, United Shades of America, um, did a, a, a fucking episode about STEM and tech and the racial biases that exist in it. And it's like I'm sitting here, and again, once again, I was I I I grew up in close proximity to people who were very engaged with tech. I took a lot of of um, technical classes when it came to uh, computer construction, uh, programming, things of that nature. And so I was very aware that there was a very implicit bias in the way that people were designing these these uh not only well at first it was software in general but then more uh generally algorithms and some of the underlying programming software and it, it was very evident to as a black person utilizing it but there, we had no voice in in the industry and so it was very easy for them to just ignore when people would try to have input in that direction and so he's he's doing a uh, a a whole show, and they seem to be floored by the idea that coding reflects the implicit biases of the people who are writing the code, and and and, and people are like, "What do you mean? Like, how does that happen?" And it's like, "You're, you're it's it's kind of like how your gait is an implicit representation of your spinal structure." Yeah, <laughs> pretty much like that. It's, 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 if you're unfamiliar, and, and then, because I think that the technology that really made this super, super obvious, so obvious that you couldn't ignore it, was facial recognition. <laughs> and the fact that facial recognition <laughs> terrible for black fails <laughs> when it c- tries to recognize black faces. Not just black faces, also Asian faces. But actually, because China and Japan contribute so heavily to facial recognition technology, it's actually better at Asian faces faces now than it was before. But black faces are v- notoriously misrepresented in facial recognition software. Down to like using sensors that only re- that only pick up certain pigments. 
You know what I mean? On the soap dispenser. So it's more difficult for a black person to use a soap dispenser because our hands have pigments that don't aren't picked up by the sensors on the soap dispenser. It's hilarious. Like and, and and like you can see videos of this. Like there's a black guy who literally did a video of this where he was at a soap dispenser. He put his hand under it, nothing. Put his hand under it, nothing. Put a paper towel over his hand, put it under the thing, and it went. Amen. And it's just like, oh, okay. The sensor only picks up light colors. Stop being How black. is that an implicit? You know what I mean? But because nobody who tested this sensor was black or had any pigment in their hand, that's a problem because that means that literally 15% of the people who use this aren't going to have an effective use of this device. In most cases, that would be a fail design. But the fact that there wasn't any black people even present for the for the quality assurance means that they didn't even understand that there was a huge representation of people who were not even uh, being serviced by the things that they're proliferating throughout the country, mind you. This is like a very, very standard item that you that you that you run by. So it's like, yeah, these implicit biases pop up, not and they're implicit for a reason because they're not explicit. And it's not because they did it on purpose. Their own hiring bias is why they didn't have any black people present. No one said that they purposely did not have any black QA people to do this. But it's a byproduct of the bias that is represented throughout the structure of what they're doing. And so I thought it was hilarious that they decided to do this episode and everyone seemed like so floored by the fact that every single black person in tech who came on to the show said, yeah, no, no, no. Like one of our biggest fights is to counteract the implicit bias in programming that's one of our biggest issues as a collaborative member of most programming groups. And I was like, huh, makes perfect sense to me. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's, I, I, I'm glad that it is becoming, that is, you know, this is the CNN program that's putting this out there. So it's going into the zeitgeist, you know, and I'm, I hope it's, it's picked up because it's a very important thing. And, and as I said, this is something that goes back to what I was saying about the anime is like having black people represented isn't just for representation's sake. It's not a identity politics thing. It's because trust me, you'll enjoy it when we swag your shit out. I promise black people will swag your shit out and it'll be better for it. You know, you're, you're the, the fact that overall approval, like just, just considering that experience could improve quality assurance by up to 15% usually. Because if you're not even accounting for 15% of the of the population when you're doing your QA, then clearly there's a good chance that they're not being positively served by whatever you're attempting to, to service them with, technology-wise. So it's just a good thing. But yeah, I thought that that was a really cool story that popped across the... Uh, the, the feed, or actually that I... Uh, that they picked up on that show. <clears throat> Moving on from that... Uh, I thought this was another really good one in some international politics. Um, Senegal is making a move to uh, start to add a more bust education about the Atlantic slave trade and its connections to Africa to create a solidarity so that Africans understand more about the diaspora in America and how they are connected to the African-Americans as a, as a culture. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That is amazing <laughs> because it's that, because I'm telling you, so something that I see very prominently in, in, in well, the socialist circles that, that I tend to, to frequent is that in general, uh, black racial politics is inherently worker politics because of America's history of utilizing black people as the reserve labor force for jobs that they don't want to fill with, you know, the lower echelons of white society. That is just, that is a, a, a historical paradigm that was set up. And so whenever we have uh, something that creates a solidarity between workers and or black people, it inherently is positive for the other struggle. And so this kind of international solidarity for black people inherently will create an international solidarity between workers because anytime that you help black people in America, you are alleviating or you are helping the bottom rung of society, not because that's where we belong, but because that's how society has relegated the resources. So if you do that, you will inherently help the worker struggle, uh, 
through creating that solidarity. So I love whenever I see this. Racial solidarity is worker solidarity and worker solidarity, it, it, it helps everyone. You know what I mean? It, it helps everybody. You know, it, and this goes back to what we were talking about last week. Like when you do the bare minimum for for the lowest rung of society, it empowers them to stop feeding the fucking machine. You know what I mean? The fact yeah. that there's like an internet phenomenon of people or, or small businesses who were paying slave and starvation wages now not being able to find workers is a good thing. <laughs> is a good thing. Trust me when I tell you. Because guess what? Having small businesses provide exploitative jobs is just as bad as having big businesses provide exploitative jobs. And it's possibly worse. It's possibly worse because at least the big business is bringing in some kind of structure to that area that will require, you know what I mean? Some kind of social responsibility. When those small businesses have shitty jobs, they also are the same people who are like, I don't want to make cakes for gays and I don't want to fucking serve blacks and all of this kind of shit. So I'm all for those those comp- those those people not finding work because that means that the people who were working for you didn't actually buy into that ideology, which I think is a good thing. Now, if you're not one of those people and you can't find uh, workers that are willing to work for your slave wages, then my my recommendation to you is restructure your business to pay people properly. I guarantee you, if you pay them a little bit more, they will come back because they're not making that much off of the unemployment, no matter how much you, no matter what fucking conservatives want to say, the $7.50 an hour that they're getting from unemployment is not that much, no matter where you are. I don't give a fuck if you're in Bumblefuck, Montana. Seven fifty <laughs> is not that fucking much. You're not living that well. I don't believe you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're living okay, maybe. So pay people restructure pay people and and work on it that way if you have to cut down your staff because your business model is trash handle your business but pay people you know it's better you employ three people properly than six people inadequately period that's just you know it is it is what it is and i guess a lot of people think that that's a harsh reality but i don't think it is because guess what I believe in the ability for people to to make some things happen. I mean, it's a harsh reality for the people busting their ass and can't fucking afford and still living in poverty. Ways. That's the, the shit fuck? that fucking blows my mind. It's like, yo, you do understand that you're employing people who live in fucking poverty. Like that's what you're doing to people. You're doing that to people at that point. I mean, you know what I mean? You're yeah. doing that to them. Do you think that little of the position that you're providing them, then maybe you shouldn't have that position. If the position is worth that little, that you don't think that that person deserves a wage that they can survive on, then fuck, man. You know what I mean? I don't know what to tell you. It seems like a pretty easy one for me. You know, like, mm, this is just not a, a, a relationship that I should build a business around. I don't know. But, I, you know, I'm an extremist in that respect. <laughs> at least that's what I'm told is that, yo, you're you're way out of line thinking that people should get paid at least enough to live, you know. And I'm like, eh, really? That's that's a wild thought, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, good luck, America. <laughs> I don't know how far you're going to make it like this, man. I really, really, really don't. But anyway, the, the, the whole point of that was I, I love that Senegal is creating an international solidarity. Black solidarity is worker solidarity and an international worker solidarity is what we need to fucking actually get some progress. Because that like, man, can you imagine if there was a symbiotic relationship between Senegal and like they opened up maybe like, you know, maybe immigration between Senegal and America got opened up, you know, because we know that when Africans come to America, overwhelmingly they succeed you know what i mean maybe we can have some 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 people in america go and enrich themselves in africa start you know some positive you know enrichment not that there's no positive enrichment in america but i feel like this kind of cultural exchange would be great and very positive for the african-american community you know what i mean get really in touch with that african part and you know not that it's not its own culture and I think that that's important for them to own that, you know, and 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 be ingratiated and recognized as having their own culture, but at the same time, also having a solidarity with 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 uh, the Senegalese people, I think would be great. And you know, especially we got we got Senegal's one and only Akon. Yeah, you know I mean, no I'm joking. Sent him back after the whole six nine incident. <laughs> Listen, it is what it is. You know, I don't agree with that, but you know, fuck it. You know, is 
is he actually doing something good? I don't know, but it doesn't that that's that's a, a drop in the bucket in comparison to all the other things he's doing, in my opinion. You know, I prefer that he uh step back from that one, which honestly it doesn't it seemed like that was just, you know, a promo thing, you know. It's not like I've seen anything more with him in the in the studio with him or any even other tracks, right? Oh, it was most juggling anyway. It's not I mean, I, I don't I say that, but it's not like I was listening to a grip of Akon songs yeah, prior right. to him doing that. You really know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, and that was mostly a joke because I was just uh, <clears throat> pointing out that, you know, there's a prominent Senegalese in America, you know, and, and I'm sure vice versa. And and, and so, yeah, I, I thought that that was a very good thing. And hopefully that creates a positive cultural exchange between, you know, the two countries. Moving on from that, man, I definitely like. Andrew Yang has just been a continued disappointment. Just a continued disappointment. You know, granted, you know, there was a recently a shooting in New York. And so, of course, whenever there's a shooting in New York, the discussion about defund the police comes up. And like, I I, I, under, I don't understand. But I, I understand the existence of the argument that the police are there for crime prevention or whatever. I understand that it exists. I don't agree with it, but there's there's that. But the idea that the police stop these shootings is absurd because they can't. By definition, if you just look at what happened, there's no amount of funding that the police could have gotten to stop the shooting. So why in the world would you take the stance that this sh- shooting Maybe this shooting has more to do with gun control than defund the police. Why would you bring those two things together? And then on top of that, to say that the NYPD, the most, the best funded police department in the world, 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 okay? Mind you, you know, there's, China has cities of 23 million people. Tokyo. Several, several million people. None of them have a candle to the $10 billion of the NYPD. And you think that you, and you think that, first of all, the fact that they were funded at $10 billion and still have not stopped the crime would lead you to the, to the thought that we need to give them more money. It's just absurd. And and honestly, I'm starting to get to the idea that, yeah, this guy just doesn't have the chops for leadership. Like, you can't have the chops for leadership saying shit like that unless, unless you're looking to lead a section of society that doesn't include me. Which could be it. I absolutely get it. I am an outlier in most things. And so I do not uh, uh, take that into, take that for granted in the least. But Andrew Yang... I don't think that this guy is is leadership material and and more most certainly not leadership material for New York. This guy is going to exacerbate issues because if there's one thing that I don't think that he understands when it comes to dealing with minority, especially black and brown communities, is that we have a much we might be a forgiving people, but we definitely we definitely are are a lot more recalcitrant to people who who don't come through. Like I think that in American society, white people in general and and most prevalently, they just they don't. If you fail, they don't really don't care. They don't. They, they failing upwards is a part of their culture, and so they don't care when you fail. And so when you don't deliver, like when Andrew Yang doesn't deliver on all of the promises that he said that that he has, they're not going to feel bad about that. I think that that demographic, they don't care. They like the identity part of his politics. They like his vernacular. They like his social media. And that's all they need. They don't need actual governance because they're living fine for the most part. But what he's going to find is that in New York, when you don't come through for minority communities, you you kind of fuck yourself like forever with them because they already have an abusive relationship to fall back to. Like if if they if 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 Andrew Yang thinks that being a Democrat is going to get black people to vote for him, then they don't seem to understand that black people have a a, a culture of just not participating at all that they would more than happy to to fall back to. 
and it's that lack of participation that disenfranchises them on the local politics level a lot of times. But at the same token, they much rather do that than vote for Andrew Yang. And that's a and and I don't I think he is missing that out. That it's it's not just enough to make voting cool, but you also got to do something for Black people these days for them to really want to step up because they came out for for Biden against Trump, but I don't think he has a Trump like opponent to galvanize uh, uh, minority communities to come out for him. And so he's going to lose in in New York for that because he's doing it already in his in his in his um campaign he's turning back his ideas on ubi he's talking about funding the police more it's like okay black community already was dubious of you to begin with but you're not winning them over hispanic people never fucked with you to at all they you never had a glimmer of hope with them he was saying other all asian kinds people of wild shit are before one he of actually the smart- got to new york what's that he was saying all kinds of wild shit before he actually got to new york yeah <laughs> you know jewish people aren't gonna vote for him Italian people ain't going to vote for him. And these are all the minority communities I'm talking about. It's not even, it's just ethnically non-white Americans aren't going to vote for him. They're typically very conservative communities. And he hasn't done anything to win them over. So if he thinks that he's just going to win with gentrified Brooklyn, have at it, Haas. I don't think that you got it, though, because I don't think you do. Because there's no amount of gentrification that can stop them from putting ballot boxes in poor neighborhoods. And so when the poor people do vote, they ain't going to vote for you. Especially if they think that you're going to be the pro-police candidate. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, jeez. I can't tell you how bad you're not going to win. <laughs> I can't tell you how bad you're not going to win. You're just going to... You're handing the mayorship to whoever you run against. Well, that's even if he's really considered, like, the the mainstream candidate. Like, I wonder if the Democrats aren't going to run someone else against... The, or a Republican if they if the Republican runs somebody decent. But I gotta look into that. I'm definitely gonna look into that to see what's going on in that New York race. But um, yeah, Andrew Yang once again proving to be hella disappointment. Wah, 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 wah. But yeah, I thought this was hilarious talking about the woke train. The Trump campaign started uh, selling woke merchandise to drum up support in the black community. I was like, wow. <laughs> so and, and this is how great they are. While the, all the rest of the Republican Party is doing the anti-woke campaign, here comes the Trump campaign to swoop in and we're like, yo, let's sweep up that woke. True grifters, bro. Yeah, grifting like the, I, I, what? It's the really smart. You create, you bro, create he's a the problem. Bro. <laughs> you create a problem and you sell the solution. Dude, that you is sell so this problem absurd. and the solution at the same time. You never run out of business. The idea that they're selling woke merchandise to try to court the black community is just God, just God, it so empty. Like, it's so it empty. It seems like exactly the kind of short-sighted reactionary thing that they Absolute, would do. It's there's it's so Trumpian. Feel it, me? it fits. It so fits. Oh, man, those, those, you know those people that we hate we're always shitting on? What if we scam them too? With some shit that's meant for them. Bro, and 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 I'm worth that. The idea that America doesn't vehemently denounce this kind of shit is what what like this is the the fallacy of free markets. This is the fallacy of free markets. The, and and honestly, this is why I appreciate the Iceland model because they they are they're pretty decent on their free speech. But one thing that they do not believe in is that marketing and advertising is free speech. That's not free speech at all to them. Like in in Iceland, you can't market yourself as the best. That's that's a, that's an opinion, and it's not factual. So you you can't you can market yourself as you believe you're the best, but you can't market yourself as the best in the world. There's no best in the world. That's not a it's not a thing. It's just my name. It's not a description. It's just my name. Yeah, no, no. And I'm sure that's how America would get around that very well. Absolutely, how they do it. That's a, absolutely how Americans that's would get around do. that law. But um, yeah, it's just, you know, and, and I agree with that. I totally agree with that. I don't believe that marketing is free speech. Um, If I was ruler of the world, boy, would I crack down on marketing speech. Like, if you want to go out and have a conversation in public, sure. If you want to have a bullhorn, as soon as you cross out into this is marketing and we start defining what marketing and advertising is, good. I love that. Now we can we can clamp down on that and let people do the free speech thing out in public spaces. But I'm not I'm not with that. And 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 even um Brazil uh and while I don't have many good things to say about Brazil, but I believe that they banned public advertisements. Like like billboards and big public advertisements like that That's because funny. That's they were weird. they were destroying the skyline. Ah. 
Because yeah, it was destroying the view of the skyline, and 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 it's like yeah, it's not really an impingement on their free speech. I didn't know that building signs was free speech. You know what I mean? Like you can say whatever you want, you can own a sign, but to say that I have the right to build a sign that can block other people's view, I don't know if that's free speech, is it? I guess. But then we are in the land of money is free speech as well. So I don't even know how. How did they get that? Like how did they? How did they convince people that that was a thing? But anyway, I don't know. I guess I'm not as free speech radicalist as many people because, like, I don't think that I really don't think that is like say what you want. I mean, that is free speech. But but you just got to convince the right people who's writing the laws. True. That's the only ones you got to convince, man. Always. And that's everybody else. That's they just got to follow along. It's once again, the fallacy of the rule of laws. Like you can't just rule make laws to to fix everything. That's not going to work because people are just going to keep circumventing laws. Laws are linguistic by nature and so because they're linguistic there's always going to be something to circumvent them i could just make new words to circumvent your shit you know what i mean internet now all of your copyright laws are no longer relevant like what wait what you just made that up the internet wasn't a thing like how the fuck did you just make up the internet and now nothing matters anymore like because it's all linguistic new rules (laughs) new rules but yeah i thought that that was uh an interesting one uh the fucking Trump campaign. But that's so emblematic of they do anything that the Republican Party like touches is so empty. Like whether it's identity politics, they they're like, hey, let's just show you how to corrupt this. Let's show you the worst possible way to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. They, they, you know, they got Caitlyn Jenner over there running for office and it's like, come on. You know, as much as, you know, transgender people would love to have representation. I don't think that's the representation they want. And did not fuck with Caitlyn Jenner, bro. Didn't she just kill somebody like a few years ago with a car accident? Yeah, before she became, when she was Bruce. Yeah, is that when it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was definitely when she was Bruce. She uh, hit somebody with a car while drunk driving and got off. I didn't know. It was, I didn't know motherfucker was drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was nasty. <laughs> it was fucked up. It was really fucked up. But that doesn't disqualify me from public office. No, not at all. Especially when you're exonerated by the courts. Oh, well, okay, yeah, okay. Legally can't say nothing at that point. No. Nope. <laughs> But yeah, I guess we'll wrap up on this last little <laughs> funny uh, politics topic. You know, the Biden administration has been getting a lot of guff for their uh, for their handling of the refugee issues at the border, and so finally they've gone and 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 taken some executive action. I believe I don't know if it's actual uh, legislative uh, action, but it, it's definitely some some policy. Uh, movements towards alleviating the refugee issues at the border just in time for the pandemic restrictions to hit. So regardless to what they do, nobody will be coming to the border anyway. And it was like, really, nigga? Damn. Like, that's some fucked up shit. Like, y'all niggas really publicized. You Like, they, they put it out there. Like, Biden administration finally comes through for refugees. And in real fine print, is like, at the very bottom, there's a whole nother <laughs> article pandemic restriction on refugees to to kick in in may like what wait the nigga just fixed the, the refugee issues they're supposed to be letting people in and now the, the next article says nobody's going to be able to come through the border until the pandemic uh restrictions are lifted like and that is that is the essence of of democratic politics they'll only they'll only make positive moves when they're no longer effective to help the people that need it and that's that's a, that's a real shame, you know. And that's the kind of shit that causes people to become very cynical when it comes to 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 left and right politics in America. You know, as much as that is a major issue that needs to be addressed, we're not going to see any movement on it in this administration because the movement that we're seeing on it is purely pandering. Like this man had had at least three solid months. To, to to work on those executive orders to at least because in three months you can help a lot of lives at the border. Nothing. Only to 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 come through and then publicize this shit. I would have just kept it on the low and just used it as a response. You know what I mean? Because that shit is not a fucking laudable effort when the pandemic restrictions aren't gonna let anybody through the border. Or they're gonna restrict the numbers to to to, to such dismal amounts that it, it's it's negligible. You know, it's the bare minimum. And America, I'm sick and tired of us watching our fucking leaders and the people in power do the bare minimum 
to suffice to 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 get their job done. Like, stop it. Like, I, I just don't understand, like, how people could have such great egos, such such huge egos and think such great things about a nation that does the bare fucking minimum. The barest minimum. Like, we really got to start. We got to expect more. We have to expect more from our nation. We have to expect more from from ourselves and, 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 and from the people around us. You know, and I'm not saying be an asshole about it. I'm not saying, but we got to expect more than the bare minimum. Like, really? Is that is that where American culture has gotten? That it's just the bare minimum? That That's all we're really going to fuck with? Like, anything above that? And, that and, and then when you do above the bare minimum, you get fucking articles and, 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 and fucking celebrations? Nah, B. That can't be it. That can't be it. You know, I you know I, I usually don't like when people start the whole bullshit culture of participation awards. Like, I think that the whole conversation around it is is stupid. If people want to do it, let them do it. I don't think it's point. I don't think it's meaningful, but it might help someone. And so I'm never gonna trample on something that makes someone else feel good. You know, unless it's hurting someone. But if that if the ultimate expression of that is where we are today, where where it's a race to the bottom. And 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 the bare minimum is all you need to do to get to get celebrated. Uh, I'm not good. I I don't think that that's that's where we want to be. That's definitely not where we want to be. And I don't know if this is direct byproduct of that, but if it is, then we got to change that. But we we definitely have to ascertain like how do we how do we fix this? Because it feels really good to have the bar so low. It really does. I imagine. Especially in a culture where where you're very frequently oppressed and beaten down and told you're not smart, you're not great. It's great to have the bar so low, but let's 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 not succumb to that to that very base desire. Let's 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 have higher expectations of ourselves and the people around us. And more than just that, expect more of the people in power. Let's stop. You know, it's one thing to lower the bar for the people around us, but let's not lower the bar for the people who are supposed to be great, who who we laud for their greatness. But, yeah, I just see that, uh, you know, Biden once again, you know, totally being a dollar short and a day late on on anything that could actually bring true benefit to people's lives is just indicative of how low the bar is for all of our politicians. But alrighty, guys, thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on the social medias on Twitter at Korea underscore T and at Home Heron. And you can find me on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at Rico underscore G7. And always remember, guys, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever really will learn from. Hope everyone had a great Mother's Day. Have a great time, guys. Have a great one. Peace. Take it easy.